Thank you so much for joining us for episode 718 of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show featuring a small business spotlight. We are super excited to showcase Resolution Winery located in historic Petersburg, Virginia. We have Crystal Voss with us, who is the co-owner of Resolution Winery. She's hanging out in the virtual studio. We're going to be talking about wine, wine tasting, all the things. Keep it locked right here. You are checking us out live, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We'll be right back after this quick intro. Don't you move. Whoa, 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 Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Charvette Mitchell. All right. We are excited to have you joining us here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Yes. Broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. Listen, we're like three or four places on Facebook. Shout out to our YouTube watchers, as always. Shout out to LinkedIn. Shout out to Twitter, now known as X. Uh, Oh, my goodness. And certainly those that are listening later through Blog Talk Radio and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of our podcast stations. We are so excited that you join us because you know the goal of this show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And this business spotlight today is all about that. Listen, listen, even if you say, well, I don't really drink wine, keep it locked. I'm telling you, and there's some of you, you got a wine glass in your hand right now. I, I ain't gonna mess with you, right? I ain't gonna mess with you. I ain't gonna mess with you. Keep it locked right here. Let me greet some people that are here. Hey, Carlethia, we see you coming in from Richmond, Virginia. Listen, we've got ladies coming in from my Facebook community. Hello, Imaja Jubilee. Thank you for being here. Hey, mom, always got to keep it, hold it down here. Good evening, Dr. Angeline. We see you as well. Hey, Charlotte, thank you for popping on in. Um, listen, we are excited to have all of you that are coming on and YouTube as well. We see you. Yes, knowledge is power. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. Shout out to Kim and Deborah over on YouTube holding it down as well. Uh, If you like this content over on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to our channel. So we have our business spotlight um, that is coming up. And my guess is is she's ready. She's in the virtual studio, ready to come chat uh, and talk to us today. So let me tell you a little bit more. um, And so we can welcome our guests. And that also gives you time to tag a friend, to share the broadcast, in particular, if you're listening live, live. And those of you that are on Charvette.com, you can also just share the link there. So Crystal Voss is with us. She holds a, a bachelor bachelor's degree from the University of Richmond, but has more recently added award-winning winemaker to her list of accomplishments. She is the co-owner of Resolution Winery. Resolution Winery, again, located in historic, the beautiful Petersburg, Virginia, is a small batch winery offering fruit-forward, semi-sweet, wines joined by a few bold reds. Their winery is focused on creating high quality wines that are accessible and enjoyable to everyone. Uh, Put your virtual hands together. Uh, Hello, Wendy Lee from Petersburg and by way of Wakanda. And coming up to the mic right now, Crystal Voss is joining us. Put your hands together. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Charvette. 
How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. We're excited to feature you and talk about wine. Listen, you got some fans from from Petersburg already in the house. When comedian Wendy Lee, if you don't know her, listen, she's always repping Petersburg. So Petersburg is in the house. And so I want to just start kind of from the beginning, really like when did you fall in love with wine? When did the wine bug bite you? Um, so that's interesting. I actually um, started drinking wine as an adult um, later in my adulthood. Um, and uh, initially, I kind of similar to a lot of people that come to the winery that aren't really into wine yet. Um, and you notice I say yet. Um, yeah. but initially was, uh, oh, I want all the sweet wines. Right. And didn't want to try other things. But then at some point, my friends were like, no, you got to try the other ones. So I started to try the drier ones. And now, like, I'm a Malbec girl, whereas before I thought I was a Moscato girl. Now do not give me Moscato. Uh -huh. um, but that's kind of how I initially started drinking wine. Went to a wine tasting with my girlfriends. And from there, I started volunteering pouring wine for another winery. And so I did that for a long time. Um, that's actually how Fred, the co-owner, and I met. I was at a wine festival um, pouring. He was there drinking. And <laughs> <laughs> so then we started pouring wine together, right? And so we did that for quite some time. And then COVID happened. And there were no wine festivals, but we were still drinking wine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, everybody was also in the house. And that was the time where it's like, all right, do I learn how to do something new? And so that's what we did. We learned how to make wine and it was good. And so Fred had this bright idea of let's open a winery. I don't think he thought I was going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, okay. And from there, um, that's kind of how we got to where we are. Like, from there, we actively started looking for buildings. We knew that we wanted to go into Petersburg. Okay. And we, you know, were on a mission to actively find a building. And then we eventually did in June of 2022. Um, spent about six, eight months renovating it. And then um, here we are. Here we are. Okay. So how did Petersburg become the lucky, you know, location spot? So... A, the real estate is a lot more affordable than Richmond. And then B, there's nothing like that in Petersburg, right? So there's wineries that are or closer to Richmond, right? Like you have James River right up in Ashland. And, you know, there's things that are closer to, in Richmond already that exist that are similar. Like you've got tons of breweries in Scott's Edition. You've got Oak Crest that's up by King's Dominion. But there's nothing like that in Petersburg. Like once you go down that way, other than Ashton Creek, the next winery is in North Carolina. Wow. So um, it's an area where it's like an untapped market. Like we can bring something to the people down there so they don't have to drive to Richmond. Like you can get a great experience right here in your own city. And then Petersburg is on the come up. So we want to be a part of the change. All right. There you go. There you go. And um, so wet resolution winery, if you're just popping on in and, um, and so small batch, literally you all are like, you're not importing wine from somewhere. You all are literally making the wine. 
Yes. Um, so every bottle of wine that goes out of there, we have touched it with our hands. Um, we literally make the wine. We start from grape juice. So we don't have a vineyard. A lot of people ask that question, like, where are your grapes? We don't have any. And a lot of the places that do have grapes don't even make wine. So don't be fooled by the illusion. Um, so we start from grape juice and we handle the process from there, like start to finish. We bottle it, we label it, cork it. Every single bottle we touch, um, with our own hands. Like we are there making the wine and running the operation. Locally owned, locally made, like literally, if you are trying to support local businesses and local community, this is this is a spot to do that. And so, um, so you talked a little bit about dry, about white. And so for people who are kind of maybe newer um, or have only been focused on like something sweet, can you break down, maybe give us like descriptions of really the plethora of wines or at least the wines that you all offer? Yeah, so we, um, the wines that we do offer are mostly semi-sweet. And so that is a difference between sweet. So the sweeter wines that you're going to get are going to be like your Prosecco or maybe your Moscato. And the alcohol content oftentimes in those is going to be lower. And the sugar, the residual sugar is going to be much higher. That's where you get the sweetness from. Um, and because of that high residual sugar, that's why you're not going to have a high alcohol content. And so that's why we play more in the semi-sweet space where it is very fruit forward, like you're going to taste the fruit that is in it. It is a little bit sweet, but um, the alcohol content in all of our wines is between 12 and a half and 13 and a half percent. And because of that, that is why we are not in the sweet space. We do also have some drier wines. So for somebody that doesn't really like sweet at all. Um, we have a Merlot-based Merlot wine, Diablo Rojo. We also have a Malbec, which is going to be one of our driest. It, it is our driest. And then we often play around with the Washington State Riesling and make some different varieties. Recently, um, actually this past weekend, we released um, a Riesling that is called 24 Karat Apples, and we kind of added a little bit of a variation. So we already had an apple Riesling, but we went and kind of remixed it a little bit for the winter. So it gives more of a um, cinnamon apple type taste. And then we also um, have the Washington State Riesling that we've done it two ways. So we have a mango strawberry Riesling. So um, we could, we sweeten one of them, one of them we don't, so it's very dry. And then we also use that same basis and did a pumpkin pie variety recently. And so we only produced 60 bottles of that. We're down to, I think, about 19 or 20. Um, so yeah, we, and again, we make it all ourselves. So we kind of ha have the luxury of being able to experiment with flavors and taste and Sometimes it's a wine that maybe I like and Fred doesn't like it. So we'll still produce it and see what the people think. Um, but yeah, we are directly involved in the wine making process, making all of the wine ourselves. Um, and we have scaled our operation. Like we literally started out making only in the size. Um, it's called a carboy that you make wine in. Um, and you only get 30 bottles from that. And so we actually started out in that we've increased now to about a 60 um, gallon barrel that we start out in, but we are still making it all ourselves. Wow. I mean, talk about like authentic, authentic. And also I love, like I hear your expertise. And so um, one of the things that you all offer is like, hey, wine tasting, you actually have a tasting room so people can come in and, and all the things you just described, they could taste. So talk to us about the experience of like the wine tasting. 
Yeah, so we do our tastings as a flight. And so we give the customer the option um, of choosing from our menu four that they'd like to taste. The only ones that we don't include on the tasting um, is the Malbec. And the only reason that is, is because it takes us so long to make. The Malbec, we usually let it age for at least a year before we bottle it. And so because of that, we only offer that by the glass or the bottle, because once we open it, it's only good for so long. Um, but the tasting experience is basically you come in, tell us which four you want. Um, we provide you with some crackers to clear your palate between taste. And then we give you the four. We actually, I don't know if you have um, seen the pictures of inside the winery, but the bar, for example, is made from local wood. Uh-huh. And we let we took the wood that was left over and our tasting boards are actually cuts um, of the same wood that the bar is made from. So we get you get a, an actual local wood board too. Like that's one of our things in our mission is to really try and um, highlight and support and uplift other local local small businesses as well. Yeah. Um, And so we could talk a little bit later about how we do that with some of our events too. But yeah, so the wood is locally sourced. You get your tasting on a locally sourced um, wood um, slab and we have a tasting room as well that is um, also has some local stuff in it. We even have some local artist work featured on our walls that's for sale. Wonderful, wonderful. If you're just popping in, you're just tuning in. Hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. There must be some. There must be some. Um, somebody is calling me while I'm on the show. They must be. They must want some wine, Crystal. Um, and I saw hearts going up as you were describing the wine. So there, there are some wine connoisseurs in the audience. So let let us know if y'all have a favorite wine. Let us know in the audience. Um, but if you're just popping in, hey, we're doing a business spotlight on Resolution Winery and we have Crystal Voss, co-owner here. Definitely want to shout out other owner, Fred, um, as well. And want to definitely give his last name. Want to shout him out as well. Fred Rufus. Okay, great, great. There we go. There we go. And so what are the benefits of drink of drinking wine? Um, just, you know, if, if people are, you know, what kind of health benefits or just any benefits you would say for those that, uh, that drink some wine? So, of course, it is... Uh... <laughs> relaxation benefit. But no, seriously, um, red wine actually has um, heart benefits. So that's one of the major things. And I don't know that a lot of people realize that, but, um, and then certainly um, with our wine, we actually make some wines that are vegan. So we have some customers who specifically are like, hey, do you have vegan wine? And we actually do. So um, another thing that, you know, not every other winery is offering, but something that we do offer as well is um, is the um, vegan versions of our wines. Wonderful. And so I see, hey, Shelby, thanks for tuning in. She said Blackberry and Mildbox. So do you know Shelby? I do. <laughs> All right. So she, yeah, she was like, these are my favorites. I got, I got them. I got them here. I, we see you, Sharice. Hey, thanks for popping on in. Hey, Julie, their strawberry watermelon is the best. And so I got to say, Crystal, we have people listening in from all over. Right now, you thank you, Julie. Julie, you have to come to Petersburg, Virginia. You all are not shipping as a present, as of current. You're not shipping wine, so you do have to be in the area. Um, and so, events. Let's talk about some of your upcoming events where people can kind of come in. Certainly, you always have the wine tasting available, but mm-hmm. what events do you all have come coming up? Um, so we have a couple of events. We actually just recently did a guided charcuterie. So it was an experience. Um, we collaborated with 
RVA Explorers and um, Bite by Bite, formerly known as Grazing Crazy. They've rebranded. And basically, it was a whole experience. So people got on a bus in Richmond, had them a nice little time coming down. Um, I heard that the bus ride was pretty lit. And so um, then they came in. Everybody had a tasting that was included in the price of their tickets. And then um, Tioshi from bite by bite did a guided grazing where they tasted a lot of different um, charcuterie items and then built their own charcuterie that they were able to either consume or take with them. So we recently did that at the beginning of January. We are looking to replicate that a couple more times. So we're working on dates for that. So stay tuned. We'll post it on our website. We also always post our events on Instagram and LinkedIn, something new that I've started doing this year since Charvette came to a class that I was taking. <laughs> is um, making sure that I'm going to put kind of a spotlight each month of these are the things highlighting the events that we're having each month. So I've done that for January. Um, one of the events that we were planning has been canceled because that was also a collab and the um, response rate was low. So we're going to kind of regroup and um, rethink what that looks like. But stay tuned for that. We also had... Um, our sip and smoke this past Friday. And so mm -hmm. the sip and smoke we do every second Friday of the month. This past one, we still had it, but it was raining and it was cold. So not as many people attended. We rescheduled it for this coming Friday with the hope that the weather would be better. The forecast has snow now. <laughs> we will see what happens. But at this point, this coming Friday, we have our monthly sip and smoke that was rescheduled from last week. And basically what we have there, this that's one of the main events where we are able to help uplift other local small businesses. So we have a DJ that's right out of Dinwiddie. We also have, and for context, Dinwiddie is literally down the street from Resolution. So Resolution is on the Petersburg side, but if you could walk to Dinwiddie from Resolution. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have a local cigar vendor that comes every time. He has a mobile cigar lounge. It's called Smooth Smokes. If you guys are having a party and want to have him come out, please um, do book him. He's very professional, always great um, having him there. He has a wide selection. So he's our cigar vendor. We have a local DJ, um, DJ Nelly Nail, who is also kind of our resident DJ for those events. And then we always have a food truck and we try to rotate the food trucks, but I've kind of gotten down to a core group of one that I, ones that I rotate. And so this coming Friday, if we do have it, we'll have um, Perry's Corner. Last Friday, we had Hot Rods Country Kitchen. And so um, for February, we definitely will have Perry's Corner again as well. So those are the things that we have coming up in January. Going into February, we have the Sip and Smoke on February 9th. February 10th, we are having a Sip and Paint event. So right before um, Valentine's, y'all can get the Valentine's Day in early or your Galentine's. <laughs> But we have those. Those are the things that are lined up so far. And towards the end of February, um, someone has actually already reached out to um, book another of the build it, your, do your own charcuterie. And it's a private one. So okay. somebody has gotten their friends together and booked the bus. So that is an option, too. If people want to do that, reach out to RV Explorers okay. to coordinate the transportation. But those are the things over the next two months that we have. And of course, we'll have the sip and smoke again in March, the second Friday. And most likely at some point in March, we will also have a guided um, food and wine pairing, a six course 
food and wine pairing at Resolution. And then going into April, we had our grand opening um, April the 22nd. So I think it's April the 20th is the Saturday. It'll be the one year anniversary of our grand opening. So we'll kind of have a big celebration there too. I mean, listen, y'all throw some hearts up, put some claps in the chat. I mean, for the upcoming anniversary. And I love that you've had like, boom, you're able to rattle off. This is what we have planned because as a side note, this show we attract a lot of business owners. And so like, you can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, we're doing this. We don't know. We plan. <laughs> so then you can advertise them. So um, shout out there. Hey, Sonia, thank you for popping on in and hanging out with us over on um, YouTube. Good evening. Good evening. And so private events. So you're the, the um, resolution winery is available if somebody wants to do a private event, I heard you say as well. Yes, most definitely it is. We actually have somebody having an engagement party um, coming up the first weekend in February. And then we have somebody doing a baby shower um, at the end of April. So yes, oh. we are definitely available for you to book our tasting room for a private event. We usually um, do that after we close. We're open 12 to 5 on Saturday and Sunday, but we either do it on a Friday evening or um, a Saturday or Sunday after we close. Great, which is a great segue. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk about how you're kind of like this dual panure and like really managing this brick and mortar, but also, you know, having managing a, a very demanding career as well. So I'm going to let you take a break in the virtual studio for a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and kind of hit on that spotlight. All right. And again, thank you for all those that are tuning in and checking out this business spotlight with Crystal Voss. Here's a quick commercial break and we'll be right back to the show. Don't you move. Imagine what it would feel like to throw a spotlight on your business and draw attention to the great services you offer. Picture having the tools and strategies to elevate the marketing of your business. That's the mission of Mitchell Productions. We consult with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men to help them get more customers by focusing on their visibility, their marketing, and their branding. In working with us, our clients generate more revenue and increase their brand awareness. We do this in a couple of ways with consulting services, the Platform Builder Group Coaching Program, pop-up conferences, book collaborations, and the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell, your online marketing strategist, your overwhelm eliminator, your platform builder, and your confidence igniter. Let's schedule a meet and greet call so that we can accelerate your marketing. I am Charvette Mitchell, CEO of Mitchell Productions, the producer and host of the Platform Builder Summit. We are here in beautiful Richmond, Virginia with 115 amazing women, professionals, professional service providers. We have therapists, we have accountants, we have realtors in this space. And we're excited about all of the amazing transformations that their businesses and their brands will continue to have. 
I was drawn to this conference because of all the beautiful things I heard about the conference. This is my first experience, so I've only heard great things about the empowering women that shared their stories and the things that people take it away from it, and I wanted that experience. One of the things that I've enjoyed the most about just meeting other women and interacting with other women is the fact that we all realize that we can work together and we can partner together. I don't know how you can come to a Charvette event and not leave more confident in your skill set and in your gifting, and that's absolutely what I feel today, having just been in the room for the past couple days. Anything and everything you could think of in regards to business has been discussed, from marketing to finance to planning to strategy to platform building. It's so many amazing nuggets that I can take back and actually implement and grow my business. This is my second time coming to one of these conferences. And I'm telling you, every time I just get more fired up about what it is that what my why is. Uh, you know, like this is going to energize me for the rest of the year and into 2024. So grateful. All right. That was a little recap of our 2023 event. Stay tuned, hint, hint, for what's coming up for 2024. All right, let's get back into our business spotlight. We're bringing Crystal Voss back up to the main stage here from the green room coming on in uh, as we're talking about Resolution Winery. And so certainly um, at this platform is geared towards entrepreneurs. Shout out to everyone that's watching. Um, but I'd love to kind of talk about how you are balancing, if that's a word, or how you are navigating, let me say that, uh, you know, having this great career and then also having this brick and mortar, like location business. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So it is definitely an act in prioritizing is what I'll call it. Um, uh, so I used to always say like, oh, I'm really big on work, work life balance, but I've come to realize that through taking a lot of leadership classes, actually, it's not necessarily about balance. It's about what is the priority at that point and being able to identify what is the priority right now. And that's where my focus goes. And when that's not the priority, I can shift to whatever else is the priority. And so that's really how I manage my life, um, especially because I'm a single parent. I'm a senior manager at Capital One in tech. So a whole lot going on. And then of course we're running this business and it's a highly regulated industry too. So it's not like I can be like, Oh, I'll do that later. No, there's certain things that like they have to be done. So that's the priority. So for example, every month on the 15th, if I haven't made it over to ABC, I don't care what else is going on. If I need to leave work, whatever I need to do, I need to make it over to Harbor Freight Way, whatever it's called in Mechanicsville. And pay money. So that's really how it works out is I've been able to successfully figure out what takes priority at that moment, yeah. handle it and move on to the next thing. And luckily I have a daughter who's 15 and is a lot of help with the winery. Uh, I will say she does a lot of the things that sometimes at this point, I don't even take the time to figure out how to do it. For example, yeah. um, our cups, for example, we have these tumblers that we sell our slushies in. I bought a cry cut machine. I have not learned how to use that thing. She handles that. That's her thing. Listen, put it to work. <laughs> right. But she did tell me she's resigning and going to get her. <laughs> <laughs> it be your own kids. It be your, yes, own, it be your own folks. Um, but yeah, so that's really how I do it is just making sure. 
And I am trying to always be conscious of, am I giving enough time to this? Am I giving enough time to this? And just constantly thinking about um, where my priority is and also planning ahead. Like I think about, I use my calendar a lot. Mm -hmm. I have all the calendars on one phone so I can see the work calendar for my day job. I can see the resolution calendar and I can see my own personal calendar of where I've committed to things with my friends so that that way I'm not overlapping. Um, and I know exactly what it is that I have coming up for the week ahead so that I can kind of prepare, um, because there's so much that's going on. And then on top of that, I have a pretty tight social group. Luckily, they've understood like, okay, her weekends are now gone. So we get together during the week. Yeah. But even that, like I put it on my calendar. If I tell my girlfriends like, okay, I can meet y'all this evening for happy hour. That goes on my calendar. Akina knows that during that this week on this day, I'm going out to dinner. So mm -hmm. either she's going to door dash or we go have something ahead of time or whatever. And that's really how I ba balance it all. All right. I, lo I love that. And speaking of calendar, uh, Dr. Nicole over in my Facebook community, she said, where can we get the tickets for the the sip and paint? <laughs> um, so actually just go to our page on either our website, which is resolution.com or on Facebook. And there's an opportunity to RSVP. And then you can just pay when you come to the event. Great. So the RSVPs will let us know how many canvases we need to have. So that is important. <laughs> Great. And if you're listening to the podcast version or the talk radio show version, look down below in the show notes and you can click directly on the link, uh, resolutionwinery.com. Also, we have the Instagram page linked and the Facebook page linked. So just look down below in the show notes. Thank you for that, for that question. Thank you for that question. And so what is, what is ahead? What is, what is, are you even thinking ahead? Are you like, you know, I'm, I'm just riding this train and, and until, you know, I'm, I'm riding it or what, what is coming up for resolution? So we are going to expand, but not largely. Um, our goal is to partner with some other local small businesses, like some wine boutiques, small restaurants, and get our wine into those. Um, that's kind of the next thing for us is, all right, we want to we wanna be in some places, but we want to keep it exclusive. Like we want people to feel like they have something that not everybody can get. So we have no desire to be in the grocery store. Our goal at this point is to expand into some higher end, nice, small restaurants, um, both in Petersburg and into Richmond. And then um, also to consider scoping out like what wine boutiques do we want to be in? So not necessarily why you stop at the grocery store and get, but for example, like um, there's a small one on Grove, there's another small one on Patterson. So things like that, where it is higher end and um, still a lot more exclusive than just going and stopping at the grocery store and picking us up. Different kind of different kind of client. I see. I see some hearts and likes. Yeah, I see. I see some hearts and likes coming in, coming in on that. Um, and so how did y'all pick the name Resolution? Um, so we actually started making wine during the time of George Floyd, and we wanted some way to tie our wine into that movement. And so mm -hmm. the name Resolution stands for us needing a resolution um, to the cops killing black people. And so our wine actually in brings awareness to the number of people that have been killed. Like each of our bottles has a number on it. And so um, even that is regulated, what we can put on the label. Um, and so according to ABC, that is a batch number. Um, for us, it actually has a meaning. It is the number of Black people that have been shot and killed by the police as reported by the Washington Post since 2015 on the day that we bottled that specific type of wine. 
Wow. Wow. That is powerful. Uh, certainly going here into Black History Month and, and all of that. So thank you for all of the, the great work that you are you are doing in the community. You said slushies. Are the, are the slushies wine slushies? Or they are. They are. Oh, you did. that just piqued somebody else's interest right there. <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, go back and ask about the slushy. Go back and ask about that. So, uh, well, we are excited that we got to feature you in this uh, this business spotlight. Uh, so again, everyone, yes, thank you. Overall, hearts coming up on uh, on, uh, on um, YouTube. Um, so definitely follow. We have tagged as well on, in the various locations and um, website, IG, and all of that. Last question. The goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. What continues to motivate you? Uh, I think I'm largely motivated by the fact that I know my daughter's watching. Mm -hmm. And I want to have, I want her future to be different than where I, I had to start from. And so because of that, um, part of the goal, right, is to build generational wealth. And so we're doing that in multiple ways. Like even with this business, we didn't lease a building. We bought, we're buying the building. So yeah. that'll be another piece of real estate that we can pass on to them. Right. And so um, that's the motivation is that there's somebody, there's others that are watching um, and we want them to not have to start from where we started from. Uh, a, a leg up, a level yeah. up, which yes. is Yes, yeah, we want to try to change, <laughs> change the narrative. And so in order to do that, you got to put in the work. And so that's why we continue to work. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. And we will keep our eye on you and wish you all much more continued success. Thank you for having me. And that um, that ad had me like, oh, I need to attend this. Yeah. <laughs> we will make sure you know about the next one. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, Charvette. Oh. Have a good evening. Me too. All right. That was uh, such a great episode. If you came in and you're like, wait, I, I need to hear all of it. Wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, you can go back and listen and watch the full episode. Thank you again to all those that listen to the podcast version. This is episode 718. You heard that correctly. 718. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, not new to this, but true to this uh, out here in these streets. Hey, LaShawn. Thank you. She said the wines are delicious. Yes, yes, yes. Rita said, interesting, interesting, right? Powerful, powerful. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Yes, message has been message has been sent. Uh, so there you go for Crystal. Message has been sent. All right, it's a wrap. Um, also to let you know, this segment was brought to you by my upcoming book release, Position to Pivot. I have joined forces with uh, 11 other ladies who are dynamic leaders and, and clients of mine in the Platform Builder Program telling you this book is amazing. Sometimes when we think of the word pivot, it, it is a complete change, a complete shift in direction. And so some of the stories and the narratives in the book are about that. But sometimes when you hear the word pivot and you can look up the definition, it's just a turn. It's just a slight turn, a slight change and vantage point. So position to pivot, empowering strategies for your next chapter. Our pre-orders are going to be starting soon. So you all are going to be the first to know about it. And I want y'all to pre-order thousands and thousands and thousands of these books. Position to pivot is going to be coming your way. All right, it's a wrap. We'll see you all later on the web in our next episode. Bye.
Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.